Welcome to the Happy Mama Village podcast with Brian and Annie, a podcast about mamas, for mamas, and by mamas. Hey mamas, welcome back. This is episode 24. We are your host, Brian Zielinski and Annie Henderson. And it's great to be back here in our village where we talk about all things pertaining to happy mamas like relationships, parenting, self-care, back to school blues versus back to school relief. Okay, uh, back to school relief. That cracked me up. Where do you fall? Do you fall on the blues or the relief? You know what? I think I have a fine mixture. Uh, I know I can get a lot more done, but I do enjoy not messing with making lunches. I'll miss just all the fun snuggles and little adventures and all that kind of stuff with my kiddo. Yes. Yeah. I agree. I never look forward to back to school. I I live for the summertime because I feel like I get to see my kids more. Yeah, definitely. But I know mo- a lot of parents at this point are ready for them to go back. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's normal. And, and then yeah. the teachers are going, oh, the summer's already over. <laughs> I know. <laughs> okay. Hey, so you know what time it is. <gasps> what time? <laughs> It is time for What Have You Been Watching? Well, what have you been watching? All right. So I I am a Orange is the New Black fan. It cracks me up. And then sometimes, you know, there's some serious stuff that gets brought up. I, I believe this is the last season. Do you watch? Yes. Yes, yes, I do. I do watch. I binged watched the first, well, all all the previous seasons. So about a year ago, I started watching it. So I binged watched all of those seasons and then was waiting for this next season, which just came out. So it just came out on Netflix. It's the final season, finale, everything. So real quick, so what did you think about the ending? Did you like it? Not like it? I'm I am not there not yet. Not giving any spoilers away. No spoilers. I am not there yet. So oh. so I'll I'll have to let you know once I finish. Okay. All right. Um, so I've been watching a movie. It's on Netflix. I think it's just a Netflix uh, original. I think it's called Otherhood. So like motherhood, but without the M. I saw the preview. It looked pretty good. Do you like it? Yeah. So I've got about 20 minutes left of the movie. But the premise is it's Mother's Day. And these three moms that have been friends since their boys were little, their boys all sort of forget about Mother's Day because they're grown. (laughs) They're in their mid-20s. And the mothers don't feel like mothers anymore. They feel like others. So it's otherhood now that your kids are grown and out of the house. So it's got Angela Bassett, Patricia Arquette, and Felicity Huffman. So it's pretty funny. It's That's good. I'll have to actually check that out. Yeah. It was a good Perfect one. Perfect for mothers. <laughs> All right, Annie, are you ready for part two of controversial parenting topics? <laughs> I hope so. Let's, let's <laughs> so, see what you got. <laughs> so... Last time, last episode, we were going to try to get through four or five topics in it. We only got through two. 
We two, did two controversial ones, but and we are we already uh, had differing views, which is perfectly okay. Perfectly okay. So the the disclaimer again is that. This is just our personal preferences. This is just our viewpoint. We are really super great people. So if you don't like what we say, you are allowed to have that opinion. (laughs) You are (laughs) allowed to think differently than us, but just know that we are not trying to offend. We are not looking to start, you know, a war. This is just how we see the world and we love how you see the world. And so, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) and we would love to hear your thoughts on the topics on our 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 page yes yes so go to the happy village.com and join our group and join the conversations okay so we're going to start off with kind of a big one i think kind of controversial since that is the topic of the show annie how do you feel about breastfeeding versus formula Uh, (laughs) All right. So my own personal story is I did breastfeeding with my daughter uh, because that was just, I I had it and (laughs) was there. I didn't have any strong feelings either way. You know, I'd always heard that it was, it was good and, you know, it was free and I had it. So (laughs) why not? Um, My, uh, when I was a gestational carrier for my brother and his family. I even pumped milk for them while they were in St. Louis and oh wow. And overnight shipped it for a while. Annie, um, oh my word. <laughs> you are a saint. Like it's a one thing. Let me just let me stop. Let me stop right here for just a second and hit pause on this topic. It is one thing to give up your body for nine months. <laughs> that is an amazing, that's an amazing sacrifice. But oh my <laughs> Lord, to pump for somebody else's child, to me, that's torture. They should be torturing people with breast pumps. That right? Is, yes. That is insanity. So the fact that you pumped <laughs> put you on a whole new level in heaven. Like, you just like... There was some overtime. You're going to be yeah. right up there with Jesus. <laughs> well, <laughs> no, you're hilarious. Well, luckily on my side, I think um, one of the kiddos, one of the babies, and I might actually have this totally wrong because I, I blanked out a lot of it. I was, you know, <laughs> ready to be done with breastfeeding or pumping all of that. They, one of the babies, I think was not doing well with, with the milk. So then they, you know, had to try something else. And then I think we, I just wasn't pumping and shipping to another state fast enough. <laughs> Imagine that. So they um, ended up, I think, I think eventually, you know, using some formula. Yeah. And it was fine. And I, and I really think that there's people on both sides of it. You know, sometimes people don't have an option and they have to use right. formula. Right. And that's, I I so on that one I have no strong opinions because I know there's just so many different reasons and situations where someone might be able to do one and not the other and right. you do what you do to keep your baby healthy. Yeah, and I think this is one of those topics where really we need to lead with grace for other people. Like whenever you're talking with someone and and you find yourself in a conversation 
debating this, talking about it, giving your opinion, it please, please lead with grace for the other person because you don't know if, if you're a mom and you've had a baby, then you already know it's a pretty stressful time, <laughs> you know? And so, you know, so just lead with grace, I guess is what I want to say first, because I, here's my experience is with my oldest daughter, with my firstborn, it was a very stressful time for me. My grandmother, who I'm very close to, she was on hospice and she mm. was dying right around the time that I was due. Mm, that's so hard. So there was a lot to deal with. My I ended up convincing my doctor to induce me so that I wouldn't miss either her passing or her funeral. You know, like I didn't want to be stuck in the hospital where I couldn't go. So he agreed to induce me. I think he felt sorry for me. In hindsight, I really shouldn't have done that because it. Uh, I ended up laboring like all day long and uh, ended up needing a C-section. Mm. So right after my C-section, like moments, hours afterwards, I felt like a failure as a mom that I had not been able to give birth naturally. And that that first mom guilt Gosh, <laughs> sunk mom in. Guilt. And there's nothing that I could do about it at that point. It was too late. You know what I mean? And so be careful with people because you don't always know their situations. You don't always know what's going on. So I got over that and I became thankful later for my C-section because certain other parts of me stayed intact. Um, which, you know, I'm, I'm happy about and I feel like my spouse is happy about. So <laughs> I, I, I do want to clarify that I am completely intact. In case there was any questions on your end. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Anyways, we're just going to move right along. My point <laughs> of all of that is that I felt some guilt about not being able to give birth, quote, naturally. Well, that same child um, also had a hard time uh, latching on and staying latched on. I was, my grandmother did end up passing away the, the same day that I, I had Brinkley. Oh, and so, gosh, so I was devastated. So I was not producing the milk like I should. So I tried very hard to to breastfeed, but after um, after just a couple of weeks, it just wasn't working. And so I had to pump. And so I tried pumping because I wanted her to have the breast milk. I don't think that anybody on the face of the planet would ever say that formula is as good as breast milk. Breast milk is better. We get that. It's undisputed breast milk is for sure the best option. But with that being said, formula is not a bad option either. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. So my child was getting, you know, vitamins and she was getting what she needed and I was doing the very best that I could. And yet again, I felt guilty for not being able to do it the air quotes right way. And looking back on it now, that is silly. I should not have wasted my time feeling bad about that because I was doing the best I could, you know? So the so where I fall on this topic is if you can breastfeed and your child can do it and it's not, 
um, causing friction isn't the right word, but if, if you're so depleted emotionally or physically from breastfeeding, maybe you're not, maybe your baby's not getting the benefit out of it that they should be getting because you're so stressed out, you know, which is kind of where I found myself is that I was so emotionally distraught every time I tried to breastfeed and couldn't, it was doing more harm than good. What she really needed was, okay, I'll give you formula. We'll cuddle, we'll bond. And then I'm in a great place emotionally. She was in a better place emotionally. So long story short, I just think you do what's best for you. You do what's best for your your baby. But all in all, breast milk is better. Formula is also okay. We'll just move on. <laughs> <laughs> do what you need to do to keep your baby fed and healthy. Exactly. Exactly. No judgments. So, okay. Next topic, Annie, homeschooling versus private school versus public. What are your thoughts? I like free school. <laughs> uh, we did we did pay for preschool, you know, just to get her started. And so I think, you know, a lot of it is just what you have experienced before. I recently talked to a mom and she had her kiddos in private school and she realized, you know, she was going through school with the same 10 kids. <laughs> and she realized mm -hmm. that was not going to be a good representative of what life looked like and who she was going to encounter and right. issues and all. And I thought that was a very forward thinking and wise way to think about it. Because a lot of times, you know, people want to maybe do private school and shelter. And, right. and I like that she just had a different way of looking at it. Yeah. You know, I think there's success, successful cases for every one of those for private, for public, and for homeschool. I know sometimes homeschool gets a lot of jokes. <laughs> right. Um, but I know there are homeschool situations that, that do it right, and they have tons of socialization and activities, and, you know, they're maybe getting to see the world, and it's it can be done well. But then there's also situations where it's not, not quite managed well, or the parent doesn't quite know what they're doing and the kiddo might be a little more productive and grow a lot more with someone else leading. What do you think? Yeah. So, so I grew up going to a private Christian school my whole life. So the first time I went to any kind of public school was when I was in college. And so all of my experience is from a private Christian school environment. So here's what, it, it, this is how this, so this is how this shaped my opinion on this. And this is just what I would want people to think about when they're trying to decide between public versus private or even homeschooling. If you live in a crappy school district, <laughs> then homeschooling or private may be a great option for you if you can afford it. And hopefully you can if if the schools where you live are terrible. I happen to live in um, a city that has great schools, like really, really good schools. But because I grew up going to a private school, going to a Christian school, there that was always something that I kind of always assumed I would send my kids to private school. So I've had this debate with myself. I've considered private versus public, and this is what I decided is that, yes, you can send your kids to a 
Christian school, which I think is great because they're getting some great values. They're really supported with the uh, you know morals and ethics that I personally ascribe to. However, that does not mean that if you put your kid in a private school or a private Christian school, that they are not going to find drugs, sex, all the things, you know, that they can't fall into the wrong crowd. And I think that is something that is a big lie that parents mm-hmm. I think, often tell themselves is, well, I'm going to protect them from the outside world by putting them in this small Christian environment. And that is absolutely categorically not true. If your child wants to become a smoker, they're going to find that at private school, just like they would at public. If they want to try alcohol, they're going to find that in private Christian environment. If they want to be into, you know, sex and the wrong crowd and all the things you can find that wherever you are, you're not insulated from that. Right. So What I like about public school is that it's free. I'm with you on that one. But it's that your kids are exposed to the real life. You know, in a small at home school, that's not real life. A private Christian school, even private school, that's also not real life. Like you said, you know, the same 10 kids. I went when I was going through school. Yeah, a lot of the kids that I went to kindergarten with I graduated high school with you know (laughs) a fair number and there are some great things about that there are some really great advantages to that but there are also disadvantages I am not that great at making new friends because I never had to I was never forced to I was it was comfortable it was easy and so that is a skill that I did not acquire when I was younger My husband was a military brat and they moved every three years. So he was constantly put into a position where he had to make new friends. And he's now great at that. So I think one thing that people think is, oh, I'm going to put my kids in this real safe environment. That's great. You know, and and that's a good thing. Um, All my nieces and nephews, they all go to um, private schools and, and that works for them. And that's good. But there are there's a flip side there are some negatives. They may not get some skills that they would have if they were in a larger, more diverse environment. So that's my two cents. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yeah, that was the soapbox. <laughs> that was good. See, and you had you had more experience on, on both of those. Okay. So our, our next topic is probably the most controversial one. So we're going to tread lightly here, I think. But Annie vaccinating or non-vaccinating <laughs> uh i'm glad you're going I first personally been vaccinated <laughs> yeah right yeah i see i see your pattern <laughs> i set this up perfectly <laughs> yes and my daughter has been vaccinated i am not in the medical profession things worked out for both of us and but i know there's this is a hot hot topic and people can get pretty heated about it so I'm going to pass it back to you, actually. <laughs> yeah, I just, I have not done, I have not done a lot of research on this. I just know, you know, working in a school, we need some kind of, uh, we need to see that they've, they've been vaccinated. Although now I think there's, you know, you might can have a, I don't know, 
Tell you okay, your turn. <laughs> Let's hear it. Not <laughs> Annie. Um, okay, so I am a little bit, and and this may offend some people, and may people may roll their eyes and think I'm awful. But honestly, I kind of just want to stick my head in the sand and just pretend like none of this exists. You know that the, What's the, the, this? that the that the debate. You know that they're. I don't really want to look too closely at it. I guess it's what I'm saying. <laughs> you know? um, don't ask, don't tell kind of a policy. So are your kiddos vaccinated? My kids are vaccinated. I, of course, was vaccinated because back then, I, I don't even know if it was an option. But here's what, here's my personal opinion on it. And I do have some friends that are extremely into this. And bless her heart, the world needs people who care about things. And I just don't care about a lot of things, you know? <laughs> it's not your passion. I'm sure you care in certain I'm ways. I'm glad that there are people that are passionate about it because obviously we need some checks and balances around here. But back, you know, 10, 12, however many years ago, 15 years ago, when um, Jenny McCarthy came out and said that vaccinations had caused her child to be autistic, I doubted if that were really true. Now that may sound harsh, but I was not convinced. I'm still not convinced that vaccinations cause autism. Now, what I what I do believe is that if you're getting, you know, 10 vaccinations at one time, which I have heard that there are places that give tons of vaccinations altogether, that sure that something could happen, you know, and um, and that's awful, you know that that children can die from vaccinations, whether it's an allergic reaction or whether it was just the chemistry of that child and what was ever in uh, the chemistry of that vaccination. I know that it happens. I'm not denying the fact that it happens, but to not vaccinate at all, I think, is irresponsible. Now. Maybe we need to be more careful about how we vaccinate and really what is necessary and what's just nice to have. You know, like a chicken pox vaccination. I'm not sure that that's necessary. I had chicken pox. I survived it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do we really need to vaccinate for that? Now, smallpox, yeah, probably need to vaccinate for that one. <laughs> you know? Polio. There's some begins. Probably need to vaccinate for that one. <laughs> so do you see what I'm saying? Like, I just, I, I think that there does need to be a conversation. I do think that some vaccinations are necessary, but I'm not, I'm not discounting the fact that some people have been hurt by it and that I would never, ever, ever trust pharmaceutical companies to make those decisions for me because right. obviously they're out for the profit. Right. Yeah. Big fun. You know? Um, well, and I would love to hear, from, because I'm sure we have some listeners on both sides of the, the fence, um, and I would love to hear from those that are, are passionate and knowledgeable and have done their research. I would love to hear from y'all. Yeah, and that and that may be something that, you know, we can, we can have like a little uh, <laughs> panel um, <laughs> for, 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 for this one, because I, I do think that there is some information that probably needs to get out there. And, and a lot of people probably do turn a blind eye to it because, hey, it didn't happen to my kid, you know, and, and we were lucky. I feel lucky, 
you know, that, hey, we didn't have any problems. I'm, I'm fortunate. I'm one of the lucky yes, ones. I know that there are people, grateful. I, I know that there are people that, that, that wasn't their story, you know, and they lost children or their, their children were harmed. So that's also, that's also important. And we do need to pay attention to that. And I don't think that the government should always be making these decisions for us, <laughs> you know, and certainly right. not uh, the pharmaceutical companies. And I think that's kind of where we went too far. The pendulum swung too far in the direction that, oh, well, if the government says it's good for us and if, if the pharmaceutical companies said that it's good for us, then, oh, we must need 10 jillion vaccinations. Well, maybe we need to reconsider some of that. So. I agree. All right. Well, we got through that one, I think. <laughs> Ooh, oh, my goodness. We may be getting a whole lot of hate mail, but hopefully not. <laughs> Remember, we're nice people. We're nice people. Um, okay. So <laughs> to sign up for life coaching with either Annie or myself or to interact with us directly, you can check us out at thehappymamavillage.com or on our individual websites at rebuildingwithbrian.com and anniemhenderson.com. The show notes will have our email addresses plus additional information. So be sure to check that out. We would love to hear from you. Okay, mamas, be sure to join us here next week at The Village for more great tips and more good times. <laughs> All right, can't wait to see you back next week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of The Happy Mama Village. If you liked what you heard, please leave us a comment, like, or share, and be sure to join Annie and Brian for next week's episode.